Becoming Eve Show. Be the woman you were created to be. Hello and thank you for joining me today on this episode. My name is Bridget Marie and today I'm going to be talking about sex within marriage. So, I mean, sex, despite all the, the ways people have described sex or, you know, people find it difficult or they think that it's a taboo subject or, you know, sometimes you find different schools of thoughts when it comes to sex. And some people could say, you know, it should be all out there, you know, shove it out, down, shove it in everybody's faces. After all, we are sexual human, we are sexual people, sexual persons, sexual beings. So, I mean, you can flaunt it, you can talk about it. If you don't want to talk about it, you're being a prude or you're being too religious and too trying to be too holy and you're just not real because everybody has sex. Even the animals have sex and all that. And in my plan, another school of thought, we're like, you know, don't talk about it so much. It's private. It's um, something that is, um, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't um, talk about so much or you should talk about it in hush, you know, hush whispers and, you know, things like that. And um, I, I would say that both schools of thoughts or both both um, lines of thought or reasoning are both of them are wrong and the reason being that sex is not something shameful it is not something shameful it's true that because of original sin we have a disordered nature and our passions can be a bit disordered so we may use something good in a bad way so just as just as much as food is not a bad thing we we created to eat we need foods for sustenance some people would use food in a bad way. So maybe they would overeat or they would, um, you know, eat everything, even if it's harmful for them or they won't eat at all or, you know. So I'm not going to go into all that because that's a whole other topic. But the reason why I'm saying that is it's a natural thing that God has created. When God created us, he created us male and female and he told us to be fruitful and multiply. So already we know that it's something that we are, been asked to do we're not even told it's nice for you to do it god said we had to do it so and the only way we're going to be fruitful is to have sex so sex is not a taboo thing sex is not something shameful sex is something noble because god created it um at the same time it's not something that you necessarily have to shove down everybody's face so of course we're talking about you know flaunting your body in a sexual way you know showing all your parts of your body because you know it's okay you know, why can't I dress nudely? Or why can't I dress like this provocatively? Everybody, you know, sex is, is there and all that. It's kind of, it's not just kind of, it actually diminishes and devalues something that is so precious. It's not a shameful thing, but it's also something that has to be guarded. It's something that is, is noble. You know, it's, um, it's, it, it should be, it, it should not necessarily be given pride of place. Like everybody knows with sex is the, in the, the thing, but it's also something that, we can talk about it, but we don't need to flaunt it. We don't need to, especially because our nature is, like I said, you know, because of original sin, we have this disordered nature. So we, we might, it's an appetite that sometimes we might not be able to control. You know, we don't know where the limits are, where the boundaries are. Naturally, we could actually over, you know, overstep the boundaries of what is right and what is wrong when you can just like we can over, you know, accept the boundary of what's right with food or what we should eat or how we should eat it or even sleep or anything that is good for us. So sex is also there. And the reason why sex is actually very, very important and why there can be so many forms and expressions of it is because it's such a very strong, very strong appetite, so very strong uh, desire. God has put that in us. I think... Because God really wanted us to be fruitful and multiply. 
He didn't want to leave it into, to, you know, if you feel like it. He wanted us to, he wanted the sexual drive to be there. It's the only way to perpetuate the species and make sure that we continue to survive and to exist in the world. So it's a very strong drive. But because it's very strong, we can tend to overdo it. We can allow it to, you know, to, to drive us. So instead of us being in control, you know, of, of how we use this drive and how we use this appetite or we fulfill that desire, we can go out, out of our way to actually allow it to drive us to. So everything's about sex. We think about things. You know, she's dressed sexy, she's talking sex, everything. I mean, it's crazy. So I think there's a balance there. It's something we shouldn't be ashamed of. It's something that is noble. It's something that is God-given and something that can be sanctified. At the same time, it's not something that we should, because something that is noble and sanctified, we shouldn't always show it in everybody's face. It has to be in moderation and it has to be, you know, within certain boundaries. So I'm going to be talking about marriage within sex, because already if you're, from, from what I've been saying, already you understand, and I'm sure you already know that it's a noble thing that God has created between man and woman, male and female, he, he created them. However, sometimes, especially if you come from a very Christian background, you might find that this idea of, because people have, over, you know, like I said, the boundaries, because it's a very strong drive, people have allowed it to drive them, you know, it forms the basis of a lot of things that happen in society. Um, we might find that depending on your culture or your upbringing or your religious background, you might find it a bit prudish. You, you, you might find it a bit um, in your face. Somebody talks about sex, like, oh, no, 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 it's something sacred, something you should hide, something that... So like I said, this, that school of thought is wrong. Sex is what it is. It is a noble, a gift from God. And it's something that can be sanctified if it's done in the right way. Which is done in the right way with the right person, and in this case, within the marriage. So when you're having sex with your husband, I've actually heard it say by a sense. I don't quote me on this now, but I think it was Saint Jose Maria Escrivá who said that um, the the bedroom, the marital bed, is like an altar. If you do, if you have sex with the right way with your husband and the right person. It's an offering, it's something that you can offer up to God because it's a noble act. There's nothing shameful about wanting to have sex and enjoy sex. There's nothing shameful about it. It's, 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 it shouldn't drive you, but it's something that it's a valid thing. And it's not just a valid thing. It's an obligation between man and woman, especially when they're married, it's when they're married. So what happens is that if you come from a background, like I said, where you know, you'll be, you maybe you might feel like, you know, sex is a bad thing somehow, you know, in your mind, you might find that when it comes to having sex with your husband, you might be a bit shy, reserved. You don't want to take charge of anything. You don't want to see what's going on. And if, if you come from a background where you think that you think you believe that the man should be the dominant person and you're supposed to be um, subservient or submissive, then he has to initiate sex. He has to decide what sexual acts to do and positions and, and when to have sex and things like that. And you might feel like um, a bit ashamed or shy, not necessarily ashamed, but shy to be able to initiate it and say, you know what, I feel like having sex right now, you know, or this is how I want sex to be. I, I think it's too short. I think it's too long. Be able to say, you know what, this is how you want it to be and all that. So there's, I'm, 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 I don't have to give you permission, but I'm saying what I'm going to say now is sound my sound funny. I'm giving you permission to be able to say, you know what? I'm having sex with my husband. I want to enjoy sex. It's something, it's a gift from God for us to be able to bond, for us to be able to create life, join, help God in creating life. And um, 
I have a right to also have se uh, sexual satisfa satisfaction within the marriage. But before I go on to talking about um, this, I want to first I want to read very quickly from the Catechism of the Catholic Church where he talks about sex within marriage, so that we can understand the gravity of what sex really is. So. Each of the two sexes, so this is Catechism of the Catholic Church, num number 2335. Each of the two sexes is an, image and, is an image of the power and tenderness of God with equal dignity, though in a different way. Equal dignity, though in a different way. So we complement each other. We are both equal, but we are different. And that's how God wanted it to be. So we complement each other. The union of man and woman in marriage is a way of imitating in the flesh the creator's generosity and fecundity. So when you have sex with your husband, you are, in the words of the Catholic, of the Catholic Church, imitating in your flesh the Creator's generosity. You're giving of each, you've given of yourself, and He's given of Himself to you. And God's generosity, that's what we're trying to imitate. And that is why, and I'll talk about contraceptives in a, in a little while, and probably have a different um, video on that as well, because I think it's a really, really big topic. That is why when you are in a relationship with somebody, that's why if you're having sex with somebody, you're using contraceptives because what you're saying is, I love you, I want to give myself to you, but I don't want to share my eggs with you. I don't want to share my sperm with you because, you know, I'm not ready for the commitment, you know. That's it. And I'm not saying you should go ahead and just have sex and be having babies. And I'm, I'm going to treat contraception and how, you know, family planning and what it means and how to go about it in a completely different video. But just for the sake of understanding what sex should actually be, it's a total giving of yourself to the other person because you're imitating God's generosity and fecundity, the openness to say, I'm open to the other person. I'm giving of myself to the other person. It's also the reason why it's just not right that you would have sex with a woman and then think it's okay to have sex with another man. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you have sex with your wife and you think it's okay to cheat because you cannot be giving of yourself fully to one woman and then giving yourself fully to another woman. It's just not possible. You are giving something here and you're giving something there. It's the same with the woman. So you can't be in a relationship, in a marriage with somebody. You're having sex with that person with utmost generosity, giving of your full self and think it's okay for you to have an affair somewhere else. I mean, and, and I'm sure that if you're Christian or Catholic, I mean, you're watching this. You already know that adultery is bad, so I'm not even going to flog that issue. But I'm only explaining to you um, why, why it takes away from the sexual acts within marriage. Because you cannot, and it's also the reason why people can't be polygamous and maintain the equal dignity with, you know, with one another, with all the women. Or um, be able to say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I love her, but I also love her, I can sleep with it. You're not giving of yourself completely to that woman. You're giving, you're sharing yourself everywhere so sex within marriage between a man and a woman is imitating in the flesh the generosity of god it's it's a very powerful thing it's why it's so noble it's why it's so it's why it's so it's so dignified everything when god created us when god created the world when he created us especially men and women the human beings we reflect him he reflects him creation is a reflection of God's goodness, of his own essence. And in and it takes full its fulfillment in man and woman. 
And so when we live our lives the way God created us to be, what we are doing is we are giving utmost glory and honor because we are reflecting him in the best possible way. Sex is one of those ways when we do that, but we do it within a loving um, relationship. We do it in the right way. We do it and we can actually, it's an altar. It's, 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 it doesn't get better than that. But there's something else I'm going to read from, um, and I hope I can find it just now because I had it opened on one of this. Uh, again, sorry, when I'm looking here, I'm looking at my laptop to show. I don't miss out something because I think sometimes it's better to just quote directly from the source instead of just paraphrasing it, those things. Um, oh dear. Uh, I hope I can find it. So, so sorry about this. God, is it awful? I have a feeling I have mixed it up with. No, it was in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. I saw that. Your differences is great in mind. Okay, I'm, I, I will leave a link below this video because I can't seem to find the exact. I wanted to quote something very, which I think is the, it's, it, it's which I think is, it, it's very, very important and it helps to understand really how important this is so I'm, I'm going to have to paraphrase it but i will leave a link below what i'm trying the 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 course i was trying to look for is i is, i will find it and i'll leave it in the comment below it's talking about how sex how a human being first so we know we talked about generosity god's generosity the complete giving of himself god gave himself we, we and he expects us to also give ourselves it's also fundamental to understand that because each person, we, we have our physical bodies, we have a spiritual self, we have our emotional self, we have our mental self. We are made up of different aspects of ourselves. So when you're giving yourself, when you're having sex within the right context, you're giving of yourself completely. So it means you're giving of yourself physically, yes, through the marital act, through sex itself. You're giving of yourself mentally. You're giving of yourself spiritually. You're giving of yourself emotionally. You, everything connects. And it creates a bond between that person and you. It's a complete giving of yourself. It's the reason why, like I said, you cannot say you love somebody and you're giving of yourself and then you think it's okay to have sex or otherwise. It's also the reason why you can pornography is just a no-no. Because not just because even if you're not physically uniting yourself, you're giving something that is not yours to give. You're, you're, you're within. First of all, you, if you're within a committed relationship, you're married, you cannot give that physical satisfaction with somebody else or get it from somebody else if it's and also it's also not um complete for the other person because you're not giving your physical self you're not giving your emotional self you're not giving your spiritual self you're just giving something of yourself so what you're doing is you're giving something here you're giving something there it's not complete is the reason why you cannot have sex with a man or a man can have sex with you and he doesn't take into consideration your feelings is reason why it's possible to actually rape a woman within marriage. So even though, yes, uh, we, we, we are, we are, we, he in sense owns your body because you are, you are united, you're supposed to be a one, and you own his body, you're united, you're supposed to be one. That giving has to be complete and it has to be willing. Because if I want to have sex with my husband, 
I should want to have sex. I should be, I should be feeling that emotional connection to want to give. Sometimes you may not feel like it, but you are willing it in yourself. You, you want to be there. You want to be connected with him. You want, you, you want to give yourself physically. You want to give yourself spiritually. Is the reason why if a woman is, doesn't want to have sex and a man pressures her to have sex, or you know, coerces her, manipulates her. I'm not going to do this for you if you don't have sex. He's raping. He's is that she's being forced to have that sex. So when you have sex, again, like I said, it's a unity of body, spirit, emotions, and um, minds. And it's also the reason why, if you. If you, like I said, if you're in a relationship and, you know, the, 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 there's something wrong with that relationship or the person is and maybe an abusive marriage or maybe the, the woman feels like she's compelled to have sex because if she doesn't have sex, she's going to have going to be problems with you and all that. It's the reason why, you know, it's just it's just wrong on so many levels. Um, I'm also going to read. Um. I'm just going to read something very quickly also here that St. Paul, John Paul II also said things like, um, also explained that this is the ideal thing. We know that this is how God created us, this is what it's supposed to be. And but we, we know that the reason why sometimes it may not, it, it may, we may struggle with this understanding of sex and it's because original sin came and disrupted unity between, um, between man and God man and woman and God, so humanity and God, between man and woman, between our bodies, we have all these disordered passions and things like that. But the unity that Adam and Eve would um, would get from the sexual union, from any other part of their lives was destructed. But it doesn't mean that we cannot strive. We cannot strive to get there. We cannot aim for that. It's also the reason why sex outside of marriage is a bad idea. It's a bad idea for, two, I would say, for two reasons. Apart from the fact that we know that we're not supposed to fornicate and, you know, should be chaste. And we know that we, we grew up with that. But if you have a deep understanding of what sex should be, you understand that even if you've committed to marrying that person, even if you love that person and you want to give it, because, you know, you hear the stories, I love him, so I want to give myself, so I want to have sex with him. It just feels right because, I mean, we're committed. He's not seeing anybody. I'm not seeing anybody else. But the commitment is not full because you are not joined together you could still decide i'm not marrying this guy tomorrow and that's the end of it you he could decide i'm not marrying you tomorrow so it's like yes i love him i want to give myself to him but it's not a full giving of yourself that's one that's one reason um the second reason is because sex when it's done rightly will unite you with that person will unite you with that man in a very deep way because you are giving of yourself physically emotionally spiritually mentally when you do that you form a bond you form a bond with that person even though that bond is not so if you're if, so if so if you're if you're having sex outside of marriage what you're doing is you're forming a bond with somebody that you do not have the, the there's no permanence it means that if tomorrow you break up with him it's like you've left a chunk of yourself with him. It's like something, you, it's like you gave of yourself and, you know, it just didn't work out and it was thrown back in your face. It's why it hurts very deeply. If you've not had sex with somebody and you're friends with the person and you break up with him, yes, it will hurt. But if you have sex with him with love and in, in, with that sense of I'm, I'm, I'm committed to this person and then it doesn't work out, it's, it's a very deep hurt. It's like a wound to yourself. It's a wound, an emotional wound, a spiritual wound, a physical wound. Well, not in the natural sense that you actually 
physical um, bad shape, but it's 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 wounds you as a person. Also, because when you also have sex out of marriage, outside marriage, especially if the relationship is new, you form a bond with somebody that you're not even actually sure you're on the same page with. So you meet somebody, you guys like each other, there's sexual attraction, you guys connect on some levels, then you have sex with him. When you've bonded with somebody like that, what it does is it actually clouds your own judgment to be able to understand if that person is actually the right person for you. So somebody who doesn't have that sexual connection with him, who doesn't have that bond with him, will say, this man has this trait or this character or this personality. You are now seeing him with rose tinted glasses because there's that bond you now share. There's that emotional connection that you now share. You're not saying, so everybody else is saying, X, Y, Z, you're saying, you're saying one, two, three, because you're, you, you can't see clearly your, your judgment is clouded. And once your judgment is clouded, you might end up even going further in that relationship rather than, you know, if for instance, sex was not involved, you might, you may date him for a while and realize, no, 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 you know, because you're, you're, you're not, you're not that bonded with him. I'm trying to explain this. I'm hoping I'm passing that message across. You're not that bonded with him. So you're able to see more clearly whether you both of you are compatible, whether you're on the same page on certain issues. They become real things that objective things that you can actually look at within within limit and then you see that and then you're able to make a decision yes i want to go further with this person i want to marry this person i can see myself sharing the rest of my life with this person or no this is a big no no he doesn't appreciate my faith or he doesn't um whatever values you told very 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 there you can already see that you guys are not aligned so even if he's a nice person you know that this is not your adam this is not the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with but once sex enters the picture, those things that, those real objective things that you would have seen without sex become very clouded and you don't see them very clearly. You now find a situation whereby you might actually remain in a long-term relationship with somebody who you're not compatible with, or you even marry somebody you're not compatible with. And then as the time goes on, those values start to show. And then you begin to, you find yourself in a, in a very difficult situation because you've invested so much of your life, so much of your time with this person and your values are just not the same. Or you get married with somebody and spend so much time, maybe you have kids with him and they realize, no, my goodness, this is not the person I should have you know, signed up to live the rest of my life with. And then cracks begin to appear and then there's, there's, there's a problem. So sex within marriage is the best option, is the best way. Of course, you know, I, I'm... I know that what I'm saying is contrary to popular pop, popular notion and I, I don't want to sound here like, I don't want to come here and start sounding like somebody who is preachy, who doesn't understand that people can actually have sexual attractions outside of marriage and things like that. Because I know, I've experienced it myself and I know that um, even though I'm, I know what the objective things are, I know how difficult it can be to say, you know what, I love this person, I feel connected with this person. Um, I don't, I, but, but, but I, I feel connected to this person. I feel like I should, I could be able to sleep with this person, but knowing that you should not do that. So I understand what that is. And I'm only saying this, and I'm not here to judge anybody because myself, I'm a sinner too. I'm, I can't judge anyone. All I'm saying is we, if you understand what sex really is, if you understand that it unites two people, body, soul, spirit, emotions, 
if you understand that the dignity of what it is, the generosity, it's, it reflects generosity of God, um, that it goes generosity and fecundity, then you understand that the best and stable, the best place, the best um, environment, the best, um, yeah, the best environment, context for sex is within marriage because there's a permanence to marriage. There's a complete commitment and giving of yourself in marriage. It's not like I'm sleeping with him, but I'm not married to him. Um, we're, we're living together, but you know, we're not married. There's still a sense of I'm not committing 100% to this person because I could leave any time, really. Um, you know, so you understand that the permanence of marriage gives that context for the best possible way to offer that sex as what to give it to dignify sex and give, put it on the level where it's supposed to be as an offering to God as a reflection of God's generosity. You understand that um, sex with somebody within that context also means that you it's it's impossible to have proper sex with your husband and then date somebody else or sleep with somebody else or even fantasize about somebody else. And you understand that it also means that pornography is a no-no because you're not giving of yourself. You're you're cheating. You're giving here. You're not giving there. You also understand that contraception can contra contravene and can be can can impede the fullness, the full giving of yourself to somebody else. So I'm going to stop this video here. I'm going to leave some links below. Um, um, there. And oh, okay, I should also say this. It also means that you as a woman before before i round up you as a woman to remember that you as a woman have a right to sexual satisfaction have a right to want to give of yourself have a right to be able to say no i don't want to have sex right now because of xyz has you have a right to be equal partners in sex you know and to be able to say i don't like this position i like that position um you know, giving of yourself also might mean that even though if you don't like a particular sexual position, you can give yourself in the sense and say, you know what, I will, I will, I will do this sexual act because of because I love you. It, you're still giving of yourself, but you're not being forced to. It's a willing game. It's a willing sacrifice. I will do it because I love him. I will do it because even if I don't feel like it, I love him, so I want to connect with him, and he, I know that he wants to connect with me, so I have sex right now. It's the thing that I don't want to connect with him. I'm not in the right frame of mind. I'm not um, physically well. I'm swarmed. I'm this, or you don't feel connected to that person because he's abusive, or he's neglected you, or he's whatever, and then he expects you to have sex with him. So that is where it gets really wrong within marriage. And also, it also means that, and I don't know if any men will be watching this, but. A lot of the time, men may think that they're being punished with sex. I've seen, I mean, you, you, cultural notions of, oh, because you didn't buy flowers or because you didn't do the dishes, she's not, she's not going to have sex with you. So that's it. Or you won't have sex with her. So therefore, what's she, what's she going to do? What can I do to make her happy? If I buy her flowers or if I buy her chocolate or if I help her to do something or do something, she'll definitely re reward me with sex later. That is not the way sex should work. Um, it's a giving of yourself, regardless of whether somebody has given something to you. But however, however, to help it ease, to make it easier for that woman to be able to give herself to you, you also have to show that you're committed to her. So you cannot ignore her, neglect her, and expect her to want to commit herself to you. So instead of seeing women using sex as a weapon or as a punishment, look at it as women see. I'm not a man, so I can't say exactly how men would say it, even though I can guess. Um, women see, women will connect with you emotionally 
and we want be more willing to have sex with you, connect with you. We, we, you know, when I said of giving herself, she'll be willing to give herself to you if she understands that you are on the same level with her. You're not using her. You're not just using her for sex for your own gratification. You are concerned about what happens to her. Then she's connected with you. And once she's connected with you on that emotional or spiritual way, then it's easier for her to want to connect with you and have sex with you, which will now make her giving herself completely. Otherwise, all she's doing is just being there, having sex with you physically, but emotionally she's disconnected with you. And that is not the right way. This is not how God wants us to, to have sex. It has to be a complete giving of yourself to the other person within the context of permanence, within the context of um, not giving something, holding something back. So like I said, I will leave the links below. Hopefully this has helped you one way or the other. I know that I kind of stumbled is trying to get the the quotes and 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 things like that. But hopefully you've got some comments. Of course, if you have any comments, please put them in the video um, in the comments section below. And please subscribe to this channel because I'm going to be talking about so many more things that affect or that that so many issues that women face as in the 21st century. And I'm looking at it from perspective of what God wants from you and how the dignity to which God has called you and how we can become the women God has created us to be. So subscribe and I will see you on the next video. Take care and bye-bye. Becoming Eve Show. Be the woman you were created to be.